I'm uh, Chris Colbert. I'm CEO and founder of DCP. Uh, it's a media production company. I'm also the uh, co-founder and CEO of Podstream Studios Times Square recording space in New York City. So what inspired you to create both of those? Uh, so DCP, I used to work at SiriusXM Radio for 11 years, um, and I worked the corporate ladder, went from an intern all the way up to the director of Urban Talk and Comedy, which is the politically correct way of saying I ran black and Latino talk programming and comedy programming for them. And throughout that journey, you know, I just saw that, and it wasn't just with them, but it was across the media landscape, just not enough opportunities for people of color, women, LGBTQ plus individuals, people with disabilities, and not just in front of the camera, but behind the scenes. And so I wanted to create an ecosystem that could do just that. And I realized a lot of these companies are so big, it's hard to actually change culture from within. And so if I really want to change culture, not just for a specific company, but across the media landscape, I need to create something myself. And so DCP was what I created as this media production company, this media agency um, that creates this kind of content and gives the same level of talent booking and marketing and press for those kinds of shows. Um, as you would, you know, a white, cis, heterosexual male-based uh, program. Um, and then with DCP, as we started doing more content, we do a lot of video content, and just started to get expensive to try to rent out spaces and rent equipment. Um, so we built our own space called Podstream Studios in Times Square, um, where we do our own content, but also to help us finance it, but also to provide opportunities to other creators. We rent it out to other um, content creators, whether they be podcasters, live streamers, um, or just anybody doing like an audio book or anything that's audio or video focused. How does it feel to give uh, people a voice on these platforms? Um, it feels amazing. I think especially as the years go on to have people like tell us, you know, that they are really impacted by the content that we create, but also the opportunities that we create as well. Like, yes, we do a lot of stuff about marketing ourselves, but we do a newsletter um, every month that we promote all. We, we only promote shows that are not our own DCP programs. Um, I sit on the board of four different podcast entities, um, really trying to help the entire podcast community through education and through amplifying other people's amazing story and work that they're doing. Because for us, at the end of the day, you know, the more that we get people to listen to podcasts as a whole, the more we all get the benefits. So it's not you know my show versus your show. It's on-demand platform. We can all benefit from just having more audience here. And so you know, it's really encouraging to have people say to us that like, what we're doing is really impacting them. They've seen you know maybe get a few more downloads or have more people talk about their show um, but yeah I think it's really special to have that camaraderie within this podcast community when you were intern did you ever think you would get this far in the <laughs> <laughs> so my goal as an, as an intern back in Sirius like I just wanted to be a program director that was my career goal and I got there within like my first four years um, and so it was just like okay what do I do now and that's when my career goal became more about impact and about you know creating those opportunities and so I actually never wanted to start my own company. My mom's an entrepreneur. She always encouraged me to be one. And I was like, you know, some people start their own companies and some people just work. I'm a worker. Yeah. But it wasn't until I realized that, again, to create those opportunities for folks, I need to kind of create something of my own. I realized, okay, my, my life's mission actually is in being an entrepreneur and creating. Um, and so, you know, I think it's amazing to be able to have that opportunity and have the access and resources to be able to do it. You know, my many years at Sirius allowed me many opportunities to work with celebrities. I started Jamie Foxx's radio station and ran that. I started a George Carlin radio station and ran that and just made lots of connections through the years. I've worked, you know, done stuff with the White House in the past. And so like, all these things provided me the opportunity when I, that when I started my company, I had access. And I know not everybody has that. And so I feel that it's a responsibility, you know, as somebody who has this kind of access and this kind of resources um, to be able to create these opportunities for us and for everybody else. What type of uh, podcasts help your own mental health? 
Um, that's an interesting question. It's funny. I actually listen to very little podcasts uh, <laughs> these days because we create so much right. ourselves. And like running two companies, I don't have much time. Um, the podcast I listen to for my own mental health, I'd say we created a show uh, in the past called Inner Space, um, all around you know uh, mental health and like interviewing celebrities about their own mental health and their own battles and journeys. And I think like those are the kind of podcasts, not just Inner Space, but some of the other shows out there that do the same thing. I think those are impactful. When you get to see other successful people who are struggling with things that are similar to yours, um, I find that those are really helpful because you're like, wow, they were able to do so much with you know some of the same struggles I have. I can make it through too. Um, and so, yeah, I can't really name any specific podcasts off the top of my head at this moment, but those are the kind of podcasts that I think that are really helpful for folks. You said your mom's an entrepreneur. What have you learned from her? So my mom, yeah, she worked in the IT space. So, like, we do very different companies. But, you know, I think one of the things I learned from her early on is diversifying your income. So, like, as we monetize our content, it's not just about doing ads. You know, can we do work-for-hire work because we just are talented content creators? But also, hey, now we've built up a network with a lot of amazing shows and we've done good sales. So now we can be a sales representation for somebody or marketing representation. Um, and also, you know, I don't want to pigeonhole us into just podcasting. Can we develop TV and book ideas? Um, we just want to reach audiences. And so I think that was one of the important lessons I learned. You know, as we see these fluctuations in ad marketplace and things like that, our work for hire work is now helping us sustain. But as maybe that dries up, maybe the ad stuff then takes off. Or maybe these derivatives and books and TV things that we're working on will take off. So having all these different things that you're working on means that, you know, you're going to be able to be sustainable, hopefully, <laughs> for the long run. Yeah. Speaking of that, where do you want to see uh, the organization in the next, say, three to five years? It's interesting. I think, you know, it's hard to fully predict because the technology is always evolving <laughs> yes. so much. But I'd say, you know, I think one of the things that I'm most proud of is that we have always been very forward in thinking about video and audio and how that works together. So I'd very much like to see us having properties in the podcast, the traditional podcast space of strictly audio, but, you know, the hybrid space of YouTube and, and Spotify. But then even getting into being able to develop TV series. You know, we're actually currently developing one right now, a scripted TV series. Obviously, these strikes that are happening have put that on hold a little bit um but i think like that's where like, that's something i never even thought i'd be doing i never thought i'd be in the scripted tv space but people are really excited about what we're working on and so two to three years from now i hope to see that in in actual production or actually out there in the world um and i hope to see you know i think you specifically asked about our company but i hope to see more companies like ours doing the same thing you know this wasn't just for me this is for all of us to have more opportunities and so the, i want to see more of that and i want to see more of the major companies bringing on and taking a risk on these communities as well because they've seen us have success with it yeah there are a lot of people out there that want just real honest stories that they can relate to Exactly. Things that reflect your life. And it's, it's also not pigeonholing yourself in the conversation. So like Danielle Moody, you know, just she's a lesbian black woman uh, whose children are immigrants. But she doesn't have to just talk about those things. Those things color her experiences and color the way she sees the world. She just happens to be a great political. She's a great political commentator who just happens to be from those backgrounds and part of those identities. Um, and like that's what I want to see more of, like not just pigeonholing people in the conversations based on what their race or disability or ethnicity might be. Um, you know, so I think you know those are really important parts of the, the conversation as well. How can people reach out and learn more? So uh, you can reach out to DCP. We're at DCP Official um, on all different platforms, with the exception of TikTok. On TikTok, we're uh, at DCP underscore Pods, um, and then our uh, Podstream company at Podstream Studios on all social media platforms. So I have my own personal stuff, but I'm not as fun to follow as our company is. <laughs>